Hey, I'm Dr. Drew, and you're listening to Drilled with Dr. Brady Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Drill with Dr. Brady podcast. Uh, it's me and Lowell. We got Lowell today. Say what's up, Lowell. What's up, Lowell? Oh, your dad jokes are strong. <laughs> strong. I feel competitive. I'm hitting dad age. There's a competitive so. nature. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, there are some... Listen, we got an important... This is an important topic we're going to talk about today with everybody. Uh, there are some major... Uh, divisive, there's some divisive rhetoric in our society that, you know, makes it so half people think one way and half the people think the other way. And me and Lowell today are going to break down these divisive topics in a way that I think is going to heal the nation. <laughs> and I think we're going to, I think we're going to figure out world peace in the next 30 minutes here. I feel very strongly about so this. Stick around. Um, of course, this is the Christmas season. And yeah, a brief message from our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Christmas season brings with it a lot of things. And one of those things, and I know this is divisive. I know this is controversial. But when do we start to listen to Christmas music? When is it okay? And what kind of quantity... What kind of Christmas music is acceptable versus what kind isn't? I've actually been asking my patients this these last week. What's your position on Christmas music? Because we have a lot of it playing in our office. And Lowell, Lowell is here to break it down. Lowell, what's the right answer here? Oh, man. Okay, so uh, this is for all you <clears throat> employees out there. Not you, Brady. You're not an employee. No, I'm not. It's employees versus business owners and the just horrible, horrible browbeating and torture that they put us through for the entire month of December listening to Christmas music. I mean, I don't know how many more versions of All I Want for Christmas is You I can bear to hear right now without running to the nearest living thing and killing it. So... Growing up, that's actually my favorite Christmas song. My, <laughs> I, band, my band currently is covering that song. I want oh, you to know that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> it's beautiful. I don't know what you're talking about. We did joke about uh, uh, starting a Nickelback tribute band recently. Was that a joke? <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. I thought I thought we were doing. I this. could do it. I could pull we're, it off, and I'm in. So, um, but I total <laughs> dibs on Chad Kroger. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the names of any of the rest of them. Um, uh, listen. I'm going to tell you something, and I don't want you to think less of me for this. There are, listen, you have people who are like, listen, on December 23rd, play a few Christmas songs. Fine. Uh, I am of the belief we can start Christmas anytime after Halloween. Done. 
That's that's just the worst. I mean, like I'm sorry. That's this how is I feel. The thing Brady, uh, when he's done doing his thing in your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> yikes! <laughs> he goes back in his office where he can't hear it. Um, but what about his poor assistants and his staff that are just sitting there listening to the same thing? over and over again all day i do it at work man let me just get browbeat today we mixed it up and we had to like pull uh like a uh, like the religion card because we were just could not take christmas anymore because it talks about jesus no um because one of our co-workers is jewish so we're gonna like today we're gonna listen to hanukkah music so play the dreidel song we because so, today is the second day of hanukkah so we listen to hanukkah music and then our boss came in and turned it off and said, we have to go back to more traditional music. Really? And, and it's like... Traditional meaning Jesus. Yeah, and Santa. And well, I Mariah mean, listen, that is, that, is the, that is the reigning religion in our area, for sure. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is there Kwanzaa music? Yeah, there, I bet there is. There's got I to be. I would listen to it. Hey, hand me those headphones. Yes, sir. I just realized I was pushing my effects, some of my effects buttons. And we're not hearing them. And I was like, where is it? Oh, yeah. I'm not wearing headphones. It's the way it should be. Dummy. <laughs> so all I'm saying is like, when I was growing up, we'd have a big family party on Christmas Eve. And that's when we would listen to Christmas music. And I loved Christmas music at that time. But the second I started doing a retail job where they're actually doing it to try and encourage sales. That's when it gets weird. But the thing is, is like, it's been a weird year and there's nobody in the store and it's literally just us three getting browbeat by the same four Christmas songs over and over again. And, to, and we're not, no one's in there to hear it. I love Christmas songs and it makes me happy. So, uh, listen, I know people have their positions. My position is, I love it. Soulless and I, business owner. And I told my band, I'm so happy that we're, we're covering All I Want for Christmas is You, the Mariah Carey version. That I said, when all this pandemic stuff is over in like the year 2027, we are going to open with this song no matter what month of the year it is. We open with All I Want for Christmas is You. It did not go over well. No one seemed to agree with Nor me. Nor should it. Well, <laughs> it's a beautiful song. It's fun. It's catchy. It's, it's, uh, it makes people happy. If it doesn't make you happy, I have this theory. I have this theory about, uh, country music seems to divide people as well, right? You have some people who are very, very anti country music, right? I'm seeing that kind of go away though, because there's all these alternative bands with country vibes that are kind of like vaccinating the general populace against like heart, like old school country like music. Like Florida Georgia Line, which is like kind of hip hop kind of country or like the avet brothers who are like huge in okay. portland you know there's like a lot of bands that are walking that line so it's desensitizing you to actual country music yeah anyway i just feel that people who are adamantly against country and in, in any any country song the whole genre of music i've got to be like you're probably just an unhappy i my theory is that they're just an unhappy person because country music just makes country music man there's not there's not music that just makes me kind of like smirk and go <laughs> Cool. It speaks to the soul of the white person. I mean, um, uh, uh, what's the, what's the, there's one that I freaking love so much. I forget what it's called, uh, but it's, uh, the line is, um, uh, what is it? God is good, beer is great, and people are crazy. I don't even drink beer. 
But every time I hear that, I'm just like, hmm, that's funny. It's cool. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> makes I, me chuckle. Makes me smirk. I like it. Well, I love country music, so. Me too. Um, I also like Christmas music. I just. But we don't... are happy people who don't hate the world. I am, okay, I'm getting there. Um. <laughs> Listen, I, oh, my, my theory is, and I've, I've, I've fleshed this out to some others, but I got about three people that I know personally that have this very hard position against country music. All three of them are overwhelmingly negative individuals in all aspects of their life. Very hard to please, very easily offended, very upset by... All of them are very upset by politics, too. Triggered easily is what you Triggered saying. easily, yeah. bent out of shape easily. It's just not a, they're not a pleasant. Human being to be in, around. Individual. Yeah, they can be. They definitely can be. But. Uh, I think it's appropriate to listen to, like, Christmas music. And I actually like Christmas music. It's just by December, though. I'm just like, by January, I just want to, like, cut my head off, dude. Like it's Totally. Like, it's just getting browbeat. Like Black Friday, I get it. Let's listen to Christmas music on Black Friday. It's a big sales thing, right? Maybe like a week out from Christmas, we listen to Christmas music all the time. I just don't see why we have to listen to Christmas music for an entire month because there's not that much of it. <laughs> there's really not a lot. There's less Hanukkah music, though. I will tell you that. It was like the same four songs over and over again, and two of them were Adam Sandler's. Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> oh, oh. oh. I got something to say to you, lol. You better got, listen up. I got Bluetooth too, man. <laughs> okay, okay, that's it. And enough. we are copyright claimed. <laughs> no, I think you can put like 10 seconds on it. You're, we're okay. There's a second. There's a time thing. Anyways, no. Anyways, yeah. So, uh, listen, it, definitely seasonal. I agree with that. Uh, I was watching Home Alone, and I was just like, man, this... Uh, Soundtrack's actually pretty good. Like Run Rudolph Run by Chuck Berry. Great song. Love it. No, I'm not saying there's bad Christmas music is bad. And there's one thing I forbade my coworkers from playing. What's that? Um You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Oh, that's dumb. No, I'm just like I know. That's I'm, like I, when I for, they play Monster Mash on Halloween. No, like, I forbade him from playing that album. You know, the how the Grinch stole Christmas album, because I don't want him to ruin it for me. Yeah. Totally. Like, that's like my jam, so. Okay, I got something for you here. Oh, gosh. Hold on, you're going to like this. Oh, man. Okay, Weezer has a Christmas album. Well, that's that's a, that's all right. Okay, listen, they, it's six songs. You can go on iTunes and just, just Google uh, Christmas with Weezer, Weezer Christmas album, and they just kind of like uh, grunge up a bunch of, they're very hymnal. So um, let's see. Give us a track list, man. This is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. <laughs> dude, this is dope. <laughs> this is right up your alley. Freaking love it, dude. <laughs> I wish that my church would have music like this. I feel I feel close to the spirit right now. <laughs> You never saw the um, the clip I made for the last week's episode, did you? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, well, you put it on there's, there's one the drilled you, Instagram. You saw one. You didn't see the other oh, one. Oh, was there another one? Yeah, it's got a, a really cool picture because it's you guys talking about how uh, Baptists were making, or you know, Mormons were a target 
were like Baptists. They were like a oh for sure yeah. And then so basically, <clears throat> I f- I'm, I found this picture. You'll see it. It's a picture of a dude with a <laughs> book. It says Mormons calling dude bro way before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> okay, here is uh, Oh Come All You Faithful by Weezer, guys. Let's check this out. <laughs> you get it. Uh, this is what I'm talking about, everybody. Is that uh, I'm talking about how I'm being tortured by Christmas music. And what's Brady do? He plays Christmas music. No, I'm helping you. <laughs> I'm showing you how to do it in a way that's not. This is awesome. Yeah, but this would get poo pooed where I work because it's too rocking. It's Christmas music, dude. It's uh, and it's hymnal. It's uh, about Jesus. Aren't the Beacock people uh, pretty Christian? No. I retract that statement then. <laughs> I don't know for sure. I thought they I, I thought they had that thing. I thought they were uh uh I thought they were kind of like Bible thumping Christians. Not that not that I'm aware. Okay. I don't know where I thought that from. Maybe I was because thinking Because that's maybe mainly mainly like I don't know. I don't want to get I don't want to go there. <laughs> I don't want to be unemployed. Anyway, go check out. Oh, here's the track list. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, come all you faithful. Oh, holy night. The first Noel. Hark the Herald Angels Sing and Silent Night. Six songs. It's a beautiful Christmas album. Now, when I grew up, there was another Christmas album by a gentleman named Roger Whitaker. Do you know Roger Whitaker? I know Roger Whitaker, yeah. He's still alive. I was looking up. I was looking it up. <laughs> Is he? Dude. Yeah, but he's immortal. Yeah, Uh, I think he lives in Canada now. I think if you're not familiar with the musical stylings of Roger Whitaker, I I sorry for you. He so this album, this Christmas album, Roger Whitaker has a very special place in my heart, and I get condemned when I play it in my own home. But I want to force this on my children to learn these songs (laughs) and to understand them. But they're very, uh, oh, they're very like uh, almost like. Like show tunesy, there's a lot of feeling in these songs. Tons of feeling in these songs, and uh, and his voice is just buttery smooth, man. He's just got a buttery smooth voice, and uh, I'm a big fan of that. Well, we can't listen to my absolute maximum favorite Christmas album at work. What is it? Afro Man's Colt Forty Five Christmas. <laughs> With such I'm, a, tr- I'm unfamiliar. Oh my gosh, like a, a, a uh, with such hits as Deck My Balls. 12 J's of Christmas, Afro Man's Coming to Town, and uh, there's some other song titles I probably should like on this per- program. This seems like a perversion of the most sacred holiday on planet Earth. It's Afro Man. I know who Afro Man is. Because you know, I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Uh, <laughs> yeah. da, 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 da. Which is a great song. Uh, dude, my favorite one is Why I used to work uh, a night shift when I was a kid, and we listened to our jam it was Afro Man's Graveyard Shift. It's a jam. It's okay. a hard jam. And okay. that was like our like our theme song. All right. We're just like stuck on the night shift. There ain't no one coming in. We're just stocking shelves. Yeah. Well. Brady never worked retail. Or did you? Uh, did you did I don't work retail. Let's see. My jobs. Let's go through my jobs. First job I had was a lifeguard. Then I was a sandwich artiste at Subway. Nice. And then I was that worked, when they still cut the bread like with two lines down the middle. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, the old we did school a, days. We yeah. did the trough. The trough. The trough. Yeah. Uh, I still prefer the trough. The trough is great. It takes a little longer to cut, and you definitely cut your hand a lot more doing the trough. That's why I like it. But it so it takes a finesse, and that's how I became a master swordsmith. 
was just learning that. But then I worked at a place called Future City. No, Future Shop. Circuit City was our competitor. The Future Shop. And I worked with a gentleman who was a real-life version of Mario from from the video game Mario. <laughs> His big old nose, short, fat dude, big bushy mustache, um, and uh, other stereotypical things that I shouldn't mention right now. <laughs> but uh, Future Shop, uh, so that was retail. But uh, no, we worked on commission, though, too. So we worked on commission at that place. That was so a future shop sold like uh it's exactly like Circuit City. So uh kind of like Best Buy, the TVs, VCRs, DVD yeah, players. Like uh, uh yeah, I know what you're talking about. And just to date myself, the big thing they were pushing yeah. <laughs> Not like that. I showed Dr. Brady uh, a picture of me dressed as uh Mario, very convincing Mario uh shooting up cuz he's tired of rescuing the princess. <laughs> That princess keeps on getting herself in the same position, you know. You just can't take it anymore. Maybe she shouldn't dress that way. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I went there. <laughs> uh, bring your hate mail. Bring it. Okay, so you dress like a princess, you get kidnapped. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You don't go to some hood decked out in all your necklaces and royalty royal jewels, or else uh, you know, Koopa Troopa is gonna get you, dude. It's like going to Egypt, you know, and dressing like an American, like with all your jewelry. And that's why I can't travel the Middle East. I feel like there's no way I can hide what I am. I've always wanted to go. See you the could, you could pass. Yeah, I, I can actually, for something other than you are. Uh, yeah, I can definitely do that. I've done that. I've done that in Mexico. Yeah, like they just assume I'm. You could be Mexican. Middle Eastern. You could be Mexican. There's an actor. I forget what his name is. Uh, it's my Cajun sparkle. You got occasions. Okay. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just like, my I didn't skin, know what it was called. Now I do. I appreciate get, that. My skin gets dark in the sun. Like, if I get a lot of sun, I will darken up significantly, even though I'm Scandinavian. Especially with your big Jesus beard right now. I know. And your long, luscious locks. Yeah, it just happens. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, I just feel like I'm just a tall white dude, and there's nothing I can do to dress that yeah, down. Yeah, tall, white, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white dude. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I could get another hairpiece that is different. Dude, I've been telling you, we need to get you like some like variety. I know they're expensive, but they're they expensive. don't all have to be top notch, bro. Your mullet <laughs> wig does not have to be top notch. I could make you that. <laughs> okay. I'll, you make it for me. I'll give it to my guy. I'll make it from my own hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a special bonding. It will be, be a bonding moment between us. It'd be a, I thought I actually talked to Carly about that. Like when I sh I'm probably going to shave my head at some point because I eventually my hair gets long. Yeah, I get tired of it and then I just shave my head and then I've liberated from hair for a while. But I actually talked to you about gathering it up very neatly and having a wig made for you and gifting it to me. They did that on Impractical Jokers. You know that show, Impractical Jokers. Yeah. So who was it? Q had long hair and Murray was bald. And Q shaved his head, and they made a wig out of it, and Murray wore it for a whole season. It's one of his punishments, I think. Or just did it for fun, possibly. But it was awesome. Super awesome. I think you should just chrome dome it, dude. That's me. But that's Oh, me. I don't look good chrome dome. So I dome. can sing a song for you. What song would you sing to me? Mr. Clean gets rid of grease and grime and dirt in just a minute. Mr. Mm. Clean is stronger longer because there's ultra power in it, Mr. Clean. I'm not sold. <laughs> I've not been sold on that idea yet. You don't remember that song, I do remember the song. You're from that time. Well, I you're don't not that much older than me. I, yeah, I you know if, if you don't sing that to me, I'll be okay. <laughs> I'll jazz it up next time. It'll be yeah. fine. Well, <clears throat> let's bang out a secret word because that's what we do. 
Should I, 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 can I choose a secret word? Yeah, you choose it. Yeah. Finally. So, uh, for those who don't know, uninitiated, we do a secret word. This word is worth 500 big ones at my office. <laughs> can you remember the name? <laughs> Comfort Dental Camus in Camus, Washington. And, uh, we'll give you 500 bucks towards any dental treatment that you want. Um, or you can gift it to someone. If you can't use it yourself, you can gift it to someone and you gotta, uh, send us a secret word to, oh yeah, it's not the first person either. We like, it's like the it's seventh person, the seventh person that emails us the secret word is going to win. And how do you know if you're the seventh person? I'll tell you. Don't worry. <laughs> you don't. Uh, you don't get to know. Only I know. That's for all them snipers out there. <laughs> yeah. Trying to spread the love around. That's all we're doing. Uh, let's go with secret word. Let's do holiday fudge. Mm. I shared some of my holiday fudge with Lowell oh, today. Oh, did you make that? Because I don't, that doesn't have the, Oh, no. I, no I know who hooks the pastries around here. No, no, that's my wife. That's my wife's doing. Yeah, his wife makes some of the most epic. I've had a few different varieties of your wife's pastries, and every single time there was marshmallows in this fudge. I find it sensual. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's erotic. a sensual. It's a it's definitely if there's ever like any kind of eroticism with no, food. No, yeah, it was erotic. If that's the, for sure. The fu the fudge is like, whew. I, I wasn't expecting the marshmallow. Am I? Don't eyes, let me eat that alone. <laughs> my eyes literally rolled back in my head like yeah. when I hit the marshmallow. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I've helped prepare it before, but my wife, yeah, she's been making it for years every Christmas. And I had some of her Rice Krispie treats and some cookies. She's a gifted lady. Yeah, those are, yeah, definitely. She's a gifted good. lady, and she just started taking piano lessons. Oh, nice. Because of the piano that I got for her for her birthday that I purchased from Beacock Music through my good friend Lowell, who yeah. hooked me up. Yeah, dude, it was a cool piano. It was a cool gift. It is a cool piano. It's actually a really cool piano. Yeah, I told you, man. I don't it's lie. dope. I don't tell lies. Yeah. Of course, I would be held instantly accountable if I had lied about that. I so. started learning how to play Total Eclipse of the Heart on this phaser type of uh, setting. Piano. Yeah, it's awesome. I, uh, I've i done that at shows. I mean, that song at shows many times. You've done that song? Yes. Total Eclipse of the Heart? Yeah, but Beautiful I, do it, piano I, do it, I do it in Dan Man style. What's that mean? Where I drop F-bombs in it all the time. Oh, like from the, uh, yeah, uh, what's uh, that show? Uh, Wedding Crashers? Wedding Singer. No, it what, wasn't what Wedding was Singer. Thing? What show was it? No, it was one of those guys' movies, though. Turn around every now and then I get Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forget where he does it. But yeah, it gives you some, yeah, I think it, um, hold on. Uh, no, I'm, it's coming to me. Old school. Old school. Will Ferrell. Yeah. Luke Wilson. Yeah, at the wedding. The wedding I've actually seen the Dan band live. And it amazing. is a wedding yeah. singer that's doing it, but he just adds F-bombs and he gets real passionate about it, and I, I respect that. I respect the, <laughs> hell, I respect the hell out of that. For I real. do, too. It's a great touch to that song, and now I can't sing that song without dropping the F-bomb strategically. Uh, we have a really fun Christmas surprise. Let's, let's, let's uh, oh, by the way, Holiday Fudge. Email that to drilledpodcast at gmail.com. There are people probably still waiting for me to say the email. Sorry about that. The email is drilledpodcast at gmail.com. The word is holiday fudge. Two words, holiday fudge. Um, seventh person who emails that into us is going to get 500 big ones to put into their teeth uh, at our office. We got some big news. We have... Uh, negotiated a collaboration with the Comfort Dental Group in the state of Washington. And I'm super excited about this. We've been uh, essentially commissioned, that's probably a good word, commissioned to uh, uh, promote 
uh, this group, and in and in doing so, they are participating with Halo and seven different offices in Comfort Dental, Washington, only in the state of Washington. No, no, nine, because my two offices. Yep. So nine Comfort Dental offices are participating, which means a total, there's some multiple doctors participating. So we're doing 13 giveaways through the Halo Dental Network. That just sounds so cool to say, dude. Mm, 13. Yes oh, damn it. That is not <laughs> the right one. Hold on. What was I looking for? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Crap. Okay. Gotta label Hold on. some stuff, bro. 13 giveaways. That's it. That's it. That's what I wanted. Thir man, I got to label these things, dude. I told you, man. I've been telling you that. They're just colored buttons, and some of the buttons are actually the same color. So, yeah, I got to work on that. Uh, 13 giveaways through Halo Dental, which is awesome. So we got uh, 13 doctors participating through the Comfort Dental Group. In addition, we have another group of dentists, about eight more in our local Portland, Vancouver area, not Comfort Dental affiliated, but still participating. So in all, right now, we are moving through the biggest, most ambitious project we have ever tried to take on. Lowell is super grateful for the opportunity. Dude, actually, no, man. <laughs> like, you don't even get it. Like, I am actually super pumped about it. Yeah. No, and I know. It's, it's a lot of work, though. That's all I'm, I'm saying. Being, I'm just, I am super pumped, but I am, I have to be careful to not go far beyond driven. You know, like, there's a, yeah. there's a problem that I have where I get so excited and so dedicated to something that I never look up from it, and then I have issues yeah. later, you know? So it's just like, no, but it's great. And it's like, I get to see these things, because I'm, I'm, you know... Like I get to see these things firsthand, and I get to see I'm actually there when a lot of this stuff happens. Yeah, and it's you get a front row seat. Yeah, I'm literally got a front row seat to this stuff. I get to be involved with it directly. That might be too emotional. You might be it's exposed. No, it's emotionally taxing. I'm not gonna lie. It yeah. is an emotionally taxing experience. That's why I am looking for, you know, Ther uh, therapy. No, like <laughs> you can uh, talk to me, dude. I'm you gonna can, <laughs> you can talk to me. Tell me anything. I'm making sure that hotel rooms I book have hot tubs in them so I can decompress a little bit, dude. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. <laughs> like, and just kind of like watch t something stupid on TV and just be emotionally numb for an hour or two before I go to bed. That Yeah, that's great. Uh, and I call all the individuals who uh, win these giveaways. Well, I call the people who nominated them. And I have a conversation with them just because I like to meet them. And that's uh, a personal touch too. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. Well, I like to. I like to the be the founder and president of this. This like this thing that they have. They're asking for help is calling them personally. That's a really cool thing. Well, I I like it. Yeah. And it's and that. But that I get the emotionally taxing type. Oh, thing. it's super emotionally because I can't do more than like two in a night. If I <laughs> I gotta like be like, oh, some of these people are so great. I mean, like they start. Yeah, it's really emotionally taxing. So, um, and then Lowell is there to record most of the initial visits, which is we've got a whole bunch Pretty of content for coming. This, much for this batch, all of them. And what we want to do with Halo, uh, the Halo Dental Network, we, we, you know, it's a very important charity to me and Lowell. And we have uh, uh, created this thing together and moved it along together. And we want it to be a charity. That when people donate their time, their resources, or their money, that they can see exactly where it goes. You know, there's a lot of places you can donate money to that you just kind of like, it just gets gone. Well, this is the thing. This is the one of the things that I really love about what we do with this is that um, we're not just trying to make 
a nonprofit or charity, whatever you want to call it. We're we're trying to make the best nonprofit charity. Yeah, there is because it's like what we do. We directly physically affect people's lives. We don't put out fires. Mm-hmm. We fix it all. I mean, like as far as like their dental situation, which 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 is, I mean, that's like the key indicator of some like your health. Yeah. Is right there. I mean, that's why, like, they, you know, they used to, like, when check if someone was healthy, the first thing they check is their teeth. Yeah. You know, it's it's such a critical part of your life to have good dental health, and it's such a detriment if you don't. And we are just, we just want to see this go, we want to make this problem go away. And now that's super ambitious, right? Yeah. But it's like, this is how, Rome was not built in a day. You built it one brick at a time. And that's what we're doing. Right. So now we got about 20 cases in the pipeline Lowell is working tirelessly on oodles of content that we are trying to create. We're telling these stories very piecemeal. And a lot of these stories aren't finished yet. Um, uh, recently, we had, I just started uh, a couple cases. Um, we did a case for the Rubin Report. We did a giveaway with the Rubin Report yes, with Dave did. Rubin. And that happened this last week. We, we flew in a husband and wife from Syracuse, New York. The husband had nominated his wife. So I called the Rubin Report. I said, hey, if you let us come on the podcast and, and promote ourselves, um, promote us, you know, I'll give one of your listeners a, a free dental makeover. And they were like, awesome, great. And uh, that's one of our marketing strategies for Halo. And it works out really, really well. It's a win-win for everybody. But one of the things he said in his nomination, which is really awesome, was... Uh, I need a bunch of work myself, but I know my wife needs it more. And so I want to, you know, I want her to be the one who gets this. Of course, I read that. I'm like, no, you're going to get two. We're going to do, we're going to do a two for one here. So I partnered up with my partner, Erica Lenz, who was just recently on the podcast. And she's going to help me do uh, both of them. So they came in for their first visit. We did a ton of dental work on both of them. It's going to require three visits. We'll get them back in February, get them back again in April and try to finish up, it might be a fourth visit too. But that's, you know, that's an example of how we use our money, right? That's one thing we need is that we got to fly these people to us. Eventually, we're going to create such a vast network that we would have dentists in their area. Yeah, that we just be like, hey, go down, go down to that this That we doctor. would just be able to say, hey, within a two-hour radius, we'll find somebody who will help you out. And that's going to be, you know, ideally that's what we're chasing. With yeah, Halo. so, you know, if you're a dentist and you're interested in doing this, please, 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 pretty please reach out to us and just let us know. It might not be immediate, but we will not, that information will not be, that information will be filed away. Yeah, well, I'm terrible at turning dentists away, too. Yeah, he's really bad at it. So if if you push hard enough, he'll probably cave. Like, Lowell, (laughs) you're going to Atlanta next week. I love Atlanta. Let's do it. Yeah, I've never been there. Uh, So, yeah, super excited about what we have coming up. some of the content we're going to be sharing through Halo, just the vast number. And this is kind of what we are building. We've done, a, maybe we've done like 10 full mouth cases. Yeah, I would say 10 is a is a pretty. In the last year. Yeah, I've done 10-ish. two or three. There are some the, of the, like the, the primordial cases I like to call primordial. them. Primordial. Well, just the ones that happened before. Primordial, ooh. Like the, the, like the, like before Halo was Halo. Yeah. Back when Halo was the drilled podcast network, and even before that, when there was just a drilled podcast, and even before that, when you started with a stand-up diet, yeah, with a stand-up when diet. you weren't even on, yeah, yeah, and that was my big idea when I did this. For those who don't know, I had a previous podcast called the Stand-Up Diet, about fifteen episodes. We had some really great guests, and I had a great co-host, and it just didn't 
flesh out to work out. But one of the things I started doing was that's when I started to say I wanted to do charity as a part of what I do in any kind of, you know, project. I wanted to involve that. I thought that'd be kind of fun. And that's how we met Bobby. Bobby was actually done through, it was a nomination process. So that still was the same. That was always the case. She was nominated by Misty. She was our first one. You can go on our YouTube channel and check her out. And she's... Yeah, Bobby's all over that channel. Yeah, she is. Uh, and she looks great. We did a big thing. And so once we once we did that, it was just kind of like, man, I just felt like chasing that. So now we are this really kind of crucial moment of growth where it's like, dentists are going to say yes. We're going to get more dentists. And we're starting very local and getting overwhelmingly positive participation in this. So, uh, you know, we're only in wash, only actually one of our doctors is in Portland. So of these 20 some odd cases, all of them are Washington state. The idea is we want to take this show on the road at some point, right? We want to come to a city near you and do what we do. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, like long game that is like, you know, do it nationwide, do it worldwide. You know, that's the, yeah. that's the goal, you know, just, we got to get there one piece at a time and keeping it a little close to home. Can for, we make t-shirts that say Halo Dental Worldwide? Yes, we can. I like uh, that. I actually have a, I don't care if we talk about this <laughs> for the Halo videos. I almost just did it and just put it on the internet and just made you deal with it. But you remember Sega Genesis? Of course I remember Sega Genesis. You remember Sega? Yeah. I was going to go, Halo. Oh, I would have liked that. Yeah. With the, I know I've already started working on it with the 8-bit thing that drops from please, the pop. Please do that. We'll have an 8-bit logo. We'll, maybe we'll make t-shirts or something. That'd be rad. That'd be rad. Anyways, uh, uh, super excited. little update for people who are wondering. So especially for the people who are like, you know, here for the 500 bucks, you know, we do, we do bigger stuff too. And uh, we got a lot of these doctors are all, what's really cool is this isn't just a one-time thing with these docs. These docs are doing this once a year is the commitment. So as we build up our base, we're just going to be able to snowball on top of anything that we build. And we're going to, you know, we we're, we're going to work really hard on making sure that the docs that we get are doing recurring volunteer. So they're doing, and some are even asking for, Hey, I'll, I'll do more than one of you. I'll do, I'll do two or three a year. If you want me to, we're just trying to make it as easy as possible on them as you know. So like basically a lot of these logistical planning problems with these things are taking care of them. So it makes it as easy for as humanly possible for them to do this stuff. Yeah. You know, are you seeing the vision people? Are you seeing, it? are you seeing where this is going? Are this train <laughs> is choo chewing. Are you smelling what the rock is cooking? <laughs> Yeah. If you don't like the rock, then just get just don't just go away. Yeah. Are you smelling what Dr. Brady's drilling? Oh. That's gross. That's gross. That's 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 the right one. I got it. Okay. So uh no, but we're really excited. Uh this kind of thing kind of has a tendency to, you know, what we want to do is make it compound. So if we could do twenty or thirty this year, we're gonna do the same twenty or thirty next year and plus, then, gonna, yeah, plus. then plus whatever else we can add to that along the way so that makes yeah, us we're real constantly excited. debating like how fast we let this grow because it's just if the idea is catching on the fire started at this point so the wind's yep. gonna start blowing and the fire's gonna spread and that's the whole point so let's leave the people with uh one of my new tattoo ideas oh man so, i got a one too i want to talk about mine too can uh, you talk about yours first i am getting uh 
me and a tattoo, I've met a friend of mine is a tattoo artist and we've started working together. So I'm having my other sleeve, the little bits that aren't finished filled in. We're just starting with that. I've already got most of that done, but I'm getting a sleeve. Now my stepdad, he was a cool guy. His name's Brad DeBellis. I actually think he listens to our podcast, but he's just a cool dude. He's the, What's up, Brad? He's the coolest stepdad you could ever want. He taught me how to work on cars and Harleys, and he had a dragon tattoo all the way down his arm. Will he be my stepdad? <laughs> he's really buff too. I mean, like he's I just, like everything I'm hearing. He's all chest and and <laughs> like he would wear like it's my kind of stepdad. He'd wear like like five hundred ones and like a <clears throat> pink V neck, and his pecs would just be sticking out, and he'd have these big arms. Okay. And he had the handlebar mustache. Just everything about this guy is cool. Okay. He had a, a dragon tattoo that ran all his arms, so it would curl when he'd curl his arm. Yeah. And then the wings would get big when his bicep got big. I like that. And I'm kind of girthy, so I'm getting Falcor down my arm. <sighs> That's the, a great idea. The luck dragon and then a bunch of other just silly stuff on this arm. I like that a lot. Falcor sleeve, essentially. Yeah, I like Falcor. Um, it's my spirit animal. So here's my idea. So back when I met my wife... I so I want I wanted to go with a Spider-Man Spider-Man themed full sleeve and I still might do You got two arms, dude. I know. <laughs> I might do a little mixture. I'm sorry, Jocelyn. Of, don't of, don't, of don't kill me, okay? <laughs> I know it's addictive, dude. Well, uh, she she was I'm just going to let you guys know that she, I don't think she's on board as much as Brady lets oh, on. <laughs> but I had a conversation with her today oh, that actually she really liked. So, uh, because I had this idea, um I used to draw her little pictures of a bear, a teddy bear with um, his eyes crossed because she went, when we were dating early in our relationship, we were listening to the song You Oughta Know by Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Okay. There's a line in there where she says, the cross I bear that you gave to me. My wife was singing along and she said, the cross-eyed bear that you gave to me. And I look over and we have a little moment. I was like, wait, what do you think they say? She said, the cross-eyed bear. Like it's a gift that gave her a bear that you think that she was gifted a bear that was cross-eyed and that's what she's singing about. She's like, what do you think it says? I said, I think it says the cross-eyed bear that you gave to me. And she's like, yeah, that makes more sense. So I used to like draw all these pictures of bears with cross-eyed and I give them to her and it's cute. So I want to, I want a cross-eyed bear with a little note that says from Joss. You should. Um, so it's the cross-eyed bear that she gave to me. I think that's wise because jumping into a tattoo with an entire sleeve is an undertaking. It's a painful undertaking. It's a, it's just overwhelming. It's overwhelming to design, but starting out with something like that is a lot more, I think is more realistic than trying to, to just jump in with an entire sleeve. Yeah. And like, and when I told my wife about that, she was like, I think that's a great idea. That's actually kind of weird because, like, uh, my me and my wife, uh, you know, we've been together forever, and we used to draw each other silly stuff like that. Yeah, you know, like I draw. It's just a stupid thing that's meaningful to me. I would draw little funky monsters like holding hands with each other, and like you know, like in this, yeah. like like really horrible monsters, but they were holding hands in like a very nice like magical forest. Yeah, and just all sorts of weird stuff. I think I had self-image issues. Kind <laughs> of think of it, but uh, maybe so. Anyway, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe uh, I think I still wouldn't do like a, like a McFarlane Spider-Man type of thing, but but start at a piece at a time. Like start on your shoulder. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I think and work like do the piece of shoulder piece, and then you just work your way down. All the way down. Uh. <laughs> all the way down. <laughs> okay, let's let the people off the hook for the for the week. 
we love that you're listening. We would love for you to share this podcast with people. Please. We'd love for you to share what we do at Halo. So awesome, guys. You know, one of the here's the thing to tell you the truth the only reason we created this is to promote Halo. (laughs) So we just want Uh, you to know, yeah, I mean, it's fun. Well, we started this, it's not the only reason. Well, we started, it's true. Sorry, like I love how Halo was spun out of this, like was spun out of this podcast. Yeah, it was literally like we didn't know what what we were doing when we started this, we were kind of feeling around in different directions, and it's it's weird. It was it was almost like a lightning bolt, it was serendipity, yeah, but it was like. We both locked in on it at the same time. Like we, yeah. we were kind of both fishing, and we hooked a big one. You know, like it's yeah. it's good. I love it. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, you know, please share all the things that we're doing when we release content on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook. Please share that, and we would appreciate that. There's a lot of people who need help. A lot of people who need to know what we're doing, and there is nobody in the dental profession that is doing what we are doing. There's no one in the nonprofit profession, nonprofit space, that is doing dental like we're doing dental. I would say there's. I don't know any like medical charities that are doing anything along like like to the, the scale that we're trying to do this either. Yeah, and we could use your support. So you can donate to us on our website, Halo Dental, Halo Dental Network dot org. Um, well done. Thank you. <laughs> you did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I practiced for so long. <laughs> uh, we would love your money, and and you will see how your money is used. Yeah, you want to be involved if you tune into our content. We are going to have merchandise at some point, pretty soon, I think, and and you might have some opportunity to get some cool merchandise from us. Uh, maybe this Halo Eight Bit logo that Lowell is promising to create. I like that. It's already kind of created. <laughs> anyway, appreciate your patronage. We appreciate you listening in. We appreciate your sharing. We appreciate you caring about what we do. Uh, I hope you guys all have a great week. And Merry Christmas, if this is Christmas week. Yeah, I think. Probably. Yeah, because our next one will come out on Friday after Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, today's the second day of Hanukkah. Merry Kwanzaa? Do you do a Merry Kwanzaa? Happy Kwanzaa? Sure, Happy Kwanzaa. Beloved Kwanzaa? Yeah, Happy Holidays. I don't know the vernacular, I'll be honest. Anyways, thank you for all all your uh, listening. Appreciate it. And tune in next week where... Something else happens. We will be back. (laughs)